Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. A very good morning to you and welcome to the breakfast show with me, Lin Li Fu and Ryan Huang. Yeah, I think we're all familiar with using disposable chopsticks. They are so convenient, especially when you take away food, right? Mm-hmm. And I think for many of us, we don't give it a second thought. We just throw it away. But here, I think is an important uh, reminder that they can have a significant negative, negative impact um, on the environment. That's right. Their production contributes to deforestation and they are actually non-biodegradable. So that creates a substantial amount of waste that ends up in landfills. Yeah, it all adds up. Well, on Mind Your Business today, we will be speaking with a Singaporean couple who have taken their commitment to sustainability to the next level by becoming the first Asian franchise in Singapore for Chop Value. This is a Canadian-based company that upcycles used chopsticks into furniture. Now, they'll be sharing their inspiring journey towards a more eco-friendly lifestyle as well as their experiences as business owners in the circular economy. Without further ado, let's welcome Evelyn Hugh, founder and managing director of Chop Value Singapore. Evelyn, nice to have you with us. Good morning. Of course, we also have Justin Lee. He is the general manager for Chop Value Singapore, who's also her husband. Hey, guys. Hi, morning. Thanks for having us. All right, let's start with you, Evelyn. What motivated this sustainable journey when you started Chop Value? When we became uh, new parents in 2013, so as new parents, we are planning for our kids' future. So then we took a trip to Maldives. We snorkeled and we saw a graveyard and we saw all the dead corals. So we are asking ourselves, is this the world that our kids are going to inherit? And can we do something about it? So we decided that what we cannot do is just profit. So what we do next must have some positive impact on our kids' future. So we started with uh, providing digital solution to the waste management industry. And then we found a business insider video online about chop value. And we immediately contacted Felix Box, the brand founder in Canada. Within a month that we confirmed bringing Chop Value to Singapore and Malaysia, it was in the middle of the pandemic, February 2021. So we opened our Asia first micro factory in December 2021. So Evelyn, what's a micro factory? Can you tell us about that? The micro factory is a very small factory that we can produce like 10 times worth of materials in our factory. So instead of like using a big factory to run the whole show. So it's like a corner of another factory. So it's your repurposing space. Yes. So the, the word micro factory actually addresses about the, our carbon footprint. So we handcraft in this micro factory. It's only 2,500 square feet of which we can produce 10 tons of material a month. So the whole idea is to control our carbon footprint in the manufacturing process. Hmm. So we only source for the, the chopsticks within Singapore. Mm-hmm. We only produce in Singapore and we only sell to Singapore. So we eliminate the need for logistics or the carbon footprint from logistics. Yeah, that story about you know, uh, having a kid and then worrying about your kid, I think this is something a lot of us can relate to mm-hmm. because once you have a kid, it's endless worries every day, every second, <laughs> right? And I think uh, you yeah. also brought up the point about the waste that's being generated by these single-use chopsticks. I think for many of us, we don't really think about 
it too much. Give us an idea how bad it is. Uh, okay, how bad is it? Before we begin the collections, Singapore throws away like uh, most 500,000 chopsticks per day. It's already a large number. Mm. And after a week of collection, we have to change to estimate to 1 million every day. Now, after one and a half years, we have to adjust the figure to 1.5 million every day. That is like equivalent to 55,000 deaths a year. So can you imagine how much resources are just thrown away? So early April, we just celebrated uh, upcycling our 100 million chopsticks. There's over 300,000 of carbon storage. So in slightly over a year, Singapore accounts for 10% of that number is 10 million chopsticks. Okay, let's bring Justin into the conversation. Justin, tell us about the process of this. Where do your used chopsticks come from? And what do you do with them? Uh, so they come from restaurants, hawker centres, malls, hospitals, schools, sometimes offices. Some some individuals actually even post them to us or they drop it off at our micro factory. Initially, it's our first our outreach. So Evelyn actually goes door to door to all these places and actually asks them to join our programme. Uh, this was in the midst of the pandemic. Somehow or other, our rejection rate was uh, very low. It was less than 1%. So now we're collecting from uh, Yuhua, um, Lao Pasat and Fraser Properties has also come in. Some of their malls, North Point City, Waterway Point, Causeway Point. So after collection, we bring it to our micro factory in Loya. And even the collection, we have to be very careful to calculate the route so that we make sure that our carbon footprint is managed. We sort the chopsticks out. We introduce an eco-friendly resin into the chopsticks and then uh, we sanitize with heat. So uh, we bake the chopsticks basically for about 8 to 16 hours. The reason why we do this is because we try to wash it with water. It's actually counterproductive to our what we're trying to do. Water con- conservation is part of uh, sustainability. Mm. Then we subject these chopsticks to high heat and pressure. So what emerges is actually an 8 inch by 8 inch tile. And this is our basic building block for all that we do from small little coasters, desk accessories, all the way to uh, feature walls, dining tables, corporate gifting, even art. Mm, yeah. really Anything that uses solid yeah, I'm just uh, looking at the figures and trying to wrap my head around the numbers right now. 1.5 million chopsticks every day. And I just think about the population of Singapore. That's almost, well, one in five of us throwing away chopsticks every day. And this is a huge heap that I guess um, has to be dealt with somehow. I'm glad you guys have managed to find a solution to deal with many of these used chopsticks. Evelyn, can you share with us some of the projects you've done so far? Oh, okay. The projects that we have is TBS has a 45 square meter feature wall. They're upcycling 330,000 chopsticks in the cafe in MBFC. There is also a bench at the porch of Duel at Bookies. There was through John's Lang and Lazelle. MBS has been a great supporter in each of their rooms, you will find a small sign that encourages guests not to have their linen change every day. You will find more of our material in MBS soon. For the launch of the BMW iPossible commission display towers made out of uh, chop value material, when the launch was over, we took back the towers and cut them into phone stand and gave them to their customers. So we've also got this super exciting project in the works. So the guys from WorkBuddy are building a new co-working space. Mm. So it's going to feature about half a million chopsticks inside there. So somewhere in June, uh, we are going to fit out the space and uh, we are also going to operate from there. The place is called the Work Boulevard. So, sorry, Justin, I was just thinking about what you mentioned earlier about the process of, you know, sorting out the chopsticks and all that. Are there any types of chopsticks you reject or, you know, that cannot be used for what you're trying to achieve? Um, so, we basically get two types of chopsticks, uh, bamboo and wood, of which, uh, fortunately, wood uh, bamboo is the majority. Wood gives a slightly inferior product. 
so we 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 avoid wood. So mostly bamboo. I'm looking at your website. You've got a lot of products. Uh, you've got, for example, a seaside table. That's $298. You've got a coaster set. It's $16. Uh, when you look at the business, how profitable is it right now? What are the margins like? Uh, because I remember a story that you brought up before that you went through a tougher time in the earlier part of your journey uh, trying to stabilize the business. How has that turned out? Yeah, so we found some stability. I think there are some challenges. With sustainable businesses, there's a challenge with trying to balance the demand and supply because we can't just we can't just order a container load of uh, raw material, you know. That's against what we are trying to do. So I think one of the challenges is uh, balancing uh, demand and supply, which I think we have reached a, a stable level. And I guess also one of the questions that comes up is how did you find your business? Because running mm. a shop or any business is not easy. You need the cash flow. Uh, how has that journey been for you? Initially, we bootstrapped all the way right from the start. We sold stuff that didn't give us happiness anymore. Bags, <laughs> watches, jewelry, stuff like that. Um, the, actually, this is more sacrifice on Evelyn's part rather than mine. Um, so we took all our savings and we went all in. Like many new businesses, we underestimated you know, how expensive operating in Singapore would be. Mm. So cash flow started to get a bit tight. Then out of pure luck, one of Singapore's pioneering environmentalists bought a, a surfboard from us on our e-commerce site. And he, he left a note. He left a note saying that he found what we are doing is interesting and meaningful. And let's meet for coffee. So this person was actually Mr. Howard Shaw. He's oh. the past executive director of uh, Singapore Environment Council. Uh, he's a really fantastic guy. He invested significantly in us and has been really critical to our growth. Uh, we've also got a lot of support from our HQ, Felix and team. Mm -hmm. And um, much more than what you would expect a brand owner to do. Just recently, a childhood friend also invested in us. Well, Justin, congratulations on your latest funding round. 7.7 .7 million US dollars were raised, led by two high-profile techpreneurs with expansion interests in Asia-Pacific and also Europe. So how will these funds help in your plans to expand? Um, this will allow us to expand the brand into more regional markets, increase our production capacity, allow us to look into allow us to look into alternative methods and to further minimize the carbon footprint in our manufacturing process. So that's what the idea of the investments are for. So that's the, the main reasons for these funds. All right, looking forward to more exciting products from you guys around chopsticks. Thank you for your time and sharing your inspiring journey with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we'll you for having us. speaking with the Singaporean couple, Evelyn Hugh, founder and managing director of Chop Value Singapore, and Justin Lee, general manager of Chop Value Singapore, who are turning our single-use chopsticks into beautiful furniture in the sustainable business. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.